showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 26. Episode 26. Damn it, I knew he was going to do it. I knew he was going to do it. And we're keeping it in. Yes, it is episode 26 of Saturday Matinee Theater, brought to you by your friends at the Longbox Crusade, commonly known as the LBC. We're here on Planet Mongo in our recording studio, set up just outside Emperor Ming's throne room. I'm your host, Jared Albrecht, the Art Sale Artist, and joining me, as always, is the Zarkov to my flash, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Cristados. How are you feeling today, Dr. Cristados? Well, you know, I'm feeling a little worn out today. It's taken me a lot to, I've got a lot of product I'm moving, importing and exporting now to Mongo. Mm -hmm. Dave's got me bringing some stuff up for him now. So moving these boxes around, oh man, it's just, and it's it's hard to do. So I'm, you know, I'm doing them with, you know, just my shorts on because man, those pants get in, they, those, they really have it up here. Those pants do get in the way when you're trying to do things. I think it's generous to call those shorts. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, you know, I don't know. Shorts. Underpants, Shorts. I think, is the word. Well, My good. question is, why are you hauling those pants for Dave if there's no use for them up on Mongo? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's just something we've worked out. We'll see. I'm trying <laughs> to help Dave out. I feel like there's more to it in the smuggling racket, but I don't, I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should unroll one of those pair of pants and yeah. see what falls it's like, out. It's like yeah. building websites for the Amish. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, also joining me today is the ugliest Dale Arden of all time, my brother Jason, the Weasel Skull Albrick. And how are you today, Jason? Flash. <laughs> Sounds suspiciously like Mary Jane. <laughs> it's not Mary Jane. It's Dale Arden. Oh, welcome back. I got a little message from my friend, old Ben. What the heck you talking about that princes are better than Dale? <laughs> Dale more woman than are ever be. <laughs> They go crazy. <laughs> she destroyed the whole world just to keep Dale away from Flash. You don't want that crazy in your life, Dave. It's uh, actually a good point. <laughs> you don't want it. <laughs> this is marriage. I mean, Dale. <laughs> well done. Well done. Oh, my goodness. Well, with that, we also have with us the merciless ruler of Mongo himself, Emperor Delvin the Dark Web Williams. And how do you do, Your Excellency? I am feeling very proud today. Let me tell you why. Some emperors are just fine with conquering the land. But me, I need the land. I need the air. Mm -hmm. I need the sea. And eventually, I need the universe. So are you saying you want it all? You want it all? And you want it now? Exactly. That is exactly what I'm saying. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to take that and say that I made it up because I'm the emperor and I can do things like that. Well, let's check in with our guest. Our guest flew an extra long distance to get here to Mongo because he had to fly all the way from Australia. I would like to welcome to the show what I'm going to call the Prince Thun of the episode. Welcome, ah. Mr. Paul Hicks. I hope everyone has fun tonight. <laughs> Everybody, you can't blame me. (laughs) Hey guys, hello. Hello, Paul. Hello, Paul. Paul. Can you believe I'm on the long box crusade? This is my first time ever. Wow. Yeah. That feels weird. Is it a longer flight to Australia or to uh, Mongo? I'm just curious. (laughs) It's um, longer to Mongo, but it's in the past. You know, I have already determined just off this intro that I think we'll have him back on the long box crusade at least. No later than December. Oh, okay. 
That's kind of risky. I mean, you can't just say things like that. Yeah. Next thing you're going to say that Auburn's going to be in the playoffs at the same time. That's that's just crazy. That's crazy talk. You never know. (laughs) Well, let's not make this about me. Let's make this about Paul. Paul, got some questions for you as we do the first time guests. Flash Gordon, what is your first memory of Flash Gordon? And what's your favorite iteration of the character? First memory would probably be when I was a kid, I used to get like sci-fi books with pictures of old, you know, movies and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I remember seeing pictures of the Buster Crab Flash Gordon in that and spaceships and stuff. And my favorite iteration of Flash Gordon, I didn't really take to the, you know, the movie of your childhood. I didn't really take to that one. It's not a favorite of mine. But I did pick it up for a dollar at a garage sale a while ago to see if it would. Yeah, that's what we call yard sale. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I approve of that whole <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. 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 Um, I picked it up just to see if I could rewatch it and enjoy it. And I put it on with my son, and he was like, What's this crap, Dad? And <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck, <laughs> Paul. Make- it was nice having you on the show. <laughs> <and>, uh- <laughs> that's weird because I, I have a 13 year old son, and he loves that movie. <laughs> Well, Paul, rumor is that it's for every one of us. Uh, well, it could be. <laughs> well, now that we know what your not-so-favorite iteration is, what's your favorite iteration? <laughs> Probably the comics, actually. There's um, some really good Flash Gordon stuff from, I think it's IDW in the last five or six years. And they, right. That's been fun. Yeah, Jeff Parker did some work on that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And my guy Eric Troutman wrote Flash for a while. The yep. My friend from the comic shop here in Olympia. Nice. I'm oh, glad cool. that you uh, dig them comics. I do. <laughs> We're not here to talk comics. We're here to talk Saturday matinee theater in Cristanos. Why don't you make it clear to any first-time listeners what this is? And by the way, if you are a first-time listener, welcome. Oh. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Well, Jared, I'm glad you asked. Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro reviews show brought to you by The Longbox Crusade, where we will be taking you back to the past for some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. On this episode, we'll continue our dive into the 1936's Flash Gordon serial, Space Soldiers. <laughs> 1936's Flash Gordon serial was produced by Henry McRae. It starred Buster Crab as Flash Gordon, Gene Rogers as Dale Arden, Charles Middleton as Emperor Ming, Priscilla Lawson as Princess Aurora, and Frank Shannon as Professor Zarkov. So grab your ray gun, fire up the rockets, and blast off to adventure. Don't forget to breathe slowly so you can conserve air. bring the jams i love that electronica man i love it i just wonder how he finds time to learn electronica between you know his burgeoning smuggling business oh man and i guess as per our usual we need to check in with our guest mr paul hicks and paul do you play any musical instruments and don't say no i play the cd the compact disc yes you do you have them in america oh Uh, i thought you meant the kettle drums (laughs) yeah (laughs) So, Paul, you play the uh, the CD. Do you have any particular track you're going to play for us? 
<laughs> yeah, track number five, thanks. <laughs> All right, track five. Paul, that was, um, I don't know, uh, adequate. I mean, you oh, played yeah. CDs well. Thank you. You're I mean, very good at hitting that play button. You didn't yeah. bump it, so it didn't skip. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I noticed that you keep your CDs in really good shape, that they're not all handsy mm-hmm. or scratched up. Yes, respect. You can tell yeah. he keeps it in the case. He doesn't put his smudgy Vegemite-covered fingers all over it. And I noticed, yeah. too, that he actually puts it in the case that it came from, yes. not in a different one. Yes, yes. Yeah. respect. Yes. And they're alphabetical, too. This, oh, this oh, oh. Yep. Here. Yep, I like it. I like it. Delvin, save us. Okay, let's get into some episode info. Chapter four was titled Battling the Sea Beast. The director BTS. was Frederick <laughs> Stefani with writers Frederick Stefani, Ella O'Neill, George Plimpton, and Basil Dickey. With guest stars James Pierce as Prince Dunn, Duke York as King Kala, and Muriel Goodspeed as Zona. As a reminder, all 13 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast because not only is it just more fun that way, but Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode, and then we're going to discuss it. All of it. Every minute of it. So, there are probably some spoilers heading your way. So again, if you haven't watched this episode, we recommend that you pause here as you would on a CD. It works the same way. Go check it out on YouTube and then come back to join our discussion. And at less than 20 minutes per episode is not a big time demand. For those of you who are watching along with us, we love to hear your insights. Don't forget to comment about the show on Twitter using the hashtag I'm following Flash. Jared. Hashtag I'm following Flash. Pat. Hashtag I'm following Flash. Jason. Hashtag I'm following Flash. Oh. IFF. <laughs> that is not the hashtag. So oh, sorry. Hashtag IFF. <laughs> <sighs> we will work on that. And with that, let's turn it over to Jared for the episode summary.
just saw a flash in the deadly grip of the dreaded Octasac. Giggle now if you want to. Anybody? (laughs) (laughs) And he milks that danger for quite a while, as Dale does pretty much nothing except pass out. But good old Prince Thun and Aura are on the case, and they get the drop on King Kayla and his lovely assistant, Zona. Thun and Aura manage to rescue Flash by draining the water tank that Flash was trapped in. Meanwhile, Zarkov continues working on establishing communications with Earth. A seemingly unrelated riot between the palace guards and some tradesmen break out. Maybe it'll be important later. I hope so, because it made no sense in this episode. But anyway, Princess Aura sees her chance to rid herself of Dale and have Flash to herself. So she sabotages King Kayla's undersea fortress, dooming all inside, which includes Dale and Prince Thun. Flash won't abide by that, and he heads back in to save his friends, just as a giant wall of water breaches the city's walls and dooms our heroes. How will Flash and his friends escape certain drowning? Why is Dale more prone to oxygen deprivation than anyone else on Mongo? Will a Dale Aura Zona wet t-shirt competition be a possibility? Tune in next time and find out. I didn't even think about that. Calm, calm, calm down, Pat. Calm down. <laughs> That'll be all you think about. Get my shorts in a bundle. <laughs> Does one stop an octo sack? <laughs> it's uh Maybe with a non-a-sack? <laughs> you took my first note, Paul. <laughs> How does one stop an octosack? Well, the world will never know. You let the water out of the room. Now the world knows. Let's get into our highs and lows. We will start with our guest, Mr. Paul Hicks. Do you have a high or a low for your first round, sir? I had a high that I thought it would be a high, and then it didn't turn out to be a high. But, um, yeah, after Dale faints the first time, the first of 18 times, um, <laughs> yeah, King – is it Kayla? Kay- that's a masculine name, Kayla. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. He says uh, he says to the guard, take her out. And I thought they were going to go on a date or something. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, he took yeah. her back to that room. Yeah, and then oh, just left her. Anyway, no, I mean, the special effects, the Octosac special effects were uh, intense and amazing. It was it was like Jurassic Park. It, it really, you know, yeah, it was, it was real. It was. It was all in camera. There was no CGI. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Well, that's true. I love me some Octosac. I used to be content with Septosac, but no, I need the Octa. Delvin, what is your high or low, sir? I'll go with the high. Princess Aura, man, that girl, she be scheming. <laughs> she do be scheming. I mean, you got to give her credit because if it weren't for her, Flash would be dead because like, he wasn't really doing anything against the Octosac there. You know, but what can you do against the Octosac? Not much. <laughs> not not with water in the room anyway. But then she just uh, on the fly. I mean, she immediately lies to Flash and then tries to take out the, uh, you know, the entire palace just so she can have the dude that's not healthy she's not into healthy behaviors is what i'm saying here <laughs> she might want to get help <laughs> oh goodness pat hit us with a higher low i didn't take a lot of notes on this one just because there's a lot of buildup to the water coming into the room or into the whole thing and so this episode was more of a uh, just i don't want to say character development either because it really it was wasn't filler. it was more filler than a filler yeah yeah this definitely a filler episode sometimes. here so sometimes you gotta you gotta, or in this particular one sometimes you got to drink it because you know <laughs> what are you going to do with that water that you take out it for the octosac it's octosac water though <laughs> hey if you got to drink it and that's all you got that's what you got to do 
the fight with the Octosac lasted 20 minutes, and it was only 17-minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> they really did get a lot of mileage out of that Octosac fight. Oh, he was like, did. oh, <laughs> they went up and back down. Went up. <laughs> And back down. They did I felt that way with the battle with the shark man too. The episode previous is like they got a lot of mileage out of that scene. Speaking of which, Jason, it's your high or low. So what do you got? You guys have talked about a lot of lucid points, but one thing really just bothered me about this whole episode, and that's what's the deal with those transparent curtains? What what was the? <laughs> they kept what putting around the serve? bed, and like there's these shower curtains around the bed, and like what do those do? They no, delineate what they the end of the room is. That's all they do. <laughs> oh, okay, that's all. The place looked like it was, yeah, the area he has, uh, the kingdom or whatever, it looks like a really big place. So what are you doing with all the rest of this area here? Yeah, what's the point? Just leave the bed and take the shower curtains down. It's not feng shui. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And Aura's crazy. Who's next? <laughs> oh, Paul. Back to Paul. One low point I thought was um, when they wobbled that table and the spray can fell over. Which was meant to be the city collapsing. Oh, (laughs) Oh. (laughs) the primitive effects work is what you're getting. (laughs) Oh, you you didn't buy into that, did you? It literally looked like a round table with some, you know, spray cans on it, and they just wobbled it. Whilst we're talking about effects, though, I thought it was kind of neat how some of the Flash, quote-unquote, underwater, he was not underwater. And then when they were draining the water, they were, like, using some sort of filter, like, right in front of the camera, and they were just, like, kind of, like, slowly lowering the line. (laughs) (laughs) But it's charming. It is charming. But you know what? Yeah. It's not even my turn. It's Delvin's turn. So, I'll tell you something that I'm not really buying. It's... Flash really has no emotional attachment to Dale Arden at all. <laughs> like, I mean, through four episodes, Aura has done more to save Flash than Dale has done. Dale's fainted a lot. <laughs> and other than that, she's pretty much been a plot point. But they want you to believe that Flash is so golden hearted that he cares about this woman that he really has no emotional attachment to. So much so that Aura saved him. Aura is the one who saved Flash. And the very first thing Flash says to Aura is, where's Dale? (laughs) At a a minimum, I will go full weasel skull or full uh, yard sale here. At a minimum, it's like, thank you. You want to hook up real quick? You know? (laughs) Want some action? <laughs> hey, uh, something? <laughs> nope. Very ungrateful. Until she did when he was like fighting those guards too. She was like, mm-hmm. Aura, Aura. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aura was around all that water and she was still thirsty. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, Dale's fainting is actually you know, civil disobedience because she's told, you must watch this fight with the uh, Optisac. And she's going, no, nope. I'm going to go unconscious. <laughs> like hell I do. Uh. Yeah, all the girl does, all Zona does is push her up against the thing. It's like, well, she can just close her eyes. You watch this. <laughs> uh, but let's before we pick on Dale too much, she obviously has some kind of serious respiratory problem. I think they need more woman oxygen on that planet. <laughs> But I think even Zona was still doing fine. Oh, yeah, every other woman does okay. Dale just is like, well, it's funny know. too because they're staying around like, oh, the air must be running out. She passed out again. <laughs> Get air, it's, man. it's probably like when you go to a higher altitude, you got to get used to that. You know, it's a little higher altitude on Mongo. <laughs> That is your go, my friend. Well, I think you guys said a lot of it as well, too. Um, This, again, was kind of a filler episode for me. But let's go ahead and get to my flash fights. Flash fights. (laughs) We begin with Flash fighting the water again. Then he fights the Octosack. Mm -hmm. 
Does that count as eight? I think <laughs> it was a five. <laughs> eight bites. Then he fights the control shark man guard who's mm-hmm. on the controls there. And then I have him, uh, he fights Princess Aura, smacks the gun right from her hand. <laughs> And then he, you know, he does the typical flash grab the grab the arms and shakes them for a little bit. <laughs> she liked it though. That's the difference. <laughs> and, and that's the thing too. Is like I've started to notice every time she, they're hiding on a corner and she's rubbing Flash's uh, chest there. Yes, every time looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, get, I gotta get me a woman that looks at me the way Aura looks. Yeah. No kidding, man. Johanna just gives me the disappointed look most. Yeah, I get that most of the time too. Yeah. That's crazy love. That's crazy love. <laughs> uh, but more, more, uh, more Sharkman fighting again. And then uh, you got, I called her Lady Guard, but then you guys said her name was Zona. So I, I didn't really catch her name. Yeah. I like Lady Guard better. Yeah. I like the fight between her and Aura, too, as well. Go fight. That was hot. Yeah. What do you got? Anything else, Jason? So Zarkov, he was sending, obviously sending a Morse code back to Earth. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and I figured out it means send pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for a fraction of a second there, I thought you actually did the Morse code. Like, and then I remembered, I remembered who you are and what we do. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, no, nah, I didn't do it. Well, do I look navy to you? Come on. I would assume if you're going to have a big room like that, full of equipment, the air conditioning in there is probably going to be a little more. So, yeah, I could see where you, you want the pants because you can get a cold breeze, all that cold air trying to keep that hot equipment. I mean, is this a know. true observation or are you just trying to sell pants for Dave Collins right now? <laughs> a little column A, a little column B, <laughs> okay. a little column C for P or for pants, you know? Hey, a hey, serious question for a second. Did, did he kill that guard when they had, like, the silhouette fight? Was yeah. that the sound of him breaking yeah, that but, guy's neck? I, I don't you know. know. That was weirdly homoerotic. <laughs> <laughs> says a lot about you, actually, <laughs> Maybe. I, just, I don't know. I was like, ooh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of emotions all at once. I got you. <laughs> I, know. I, was con- I was confused. I was somewhat aroused. I, I don't know what's going on. I did. Pants on or pants off when you were watching this? <laughs> Classified. Am, am I the only one that does it just to get in the. Well, all right. Never mind. Sorry. You're not. Oh, I always You're not. podcast with my pants off. I, you I, know I, that. My pants off for Flash. Let's be honest. Paul, your pants off or. <laughs> always always well all right that ends our official rounds of highs and lows and i think we might have mentioned something about the show in there somewhere Uh, does anyone have any burning highs or lows left to discuss the ray gun looks like a spray gun yeah well it's kind of nice seeing um or shoot the gun and rather than just as a prop so that was cool for nefarious purposes that i was gonna say destroy the city but you know just to keep flash away from dale that is commitment (laughs) Are you going to kill thousands of people and sleep with that dude? (laughs) (laughs) In some way, you have got to admire this woman because she wants her man. She knew it from the very, very start. I want this guy. And she is doing everything she can to get him. Everything. What's a little bit of murder to get one you love, right? I had a bit of dissonance with the way Thun looks and the way he talks. Because, yeah. you know, you you got to save Flash. And he's like, we're trying to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very theatric. <laughs> It's just not easy. (laughs) I'm told I got to stand here with a gun against this guy. 
With that, let's move into the fun facts with Jared. Let's talk Frankenstein. We all know Frankenstein's monster from books and movies and an upcoming comic book creation by myself. Shameless plug. But have you ever heard Frankenstein uses a verb as in, I'll just Frankenstein this thing by putting all these different parts from other things together? Well, today we're going to chat about both oh, uses. Oh, MacGyvering, I thought. Uh, also known as MacGyvering. Today we're going to chat about both uses of the word Frankenstein. Many of the interior sets for Ming's castle were reused from the original Frankenstein film from 1931. And a lot of the lab equipment that you see with Zarkov there is from 1935's Bride of Frankenstein. And you know what else they Frankenstein from Frankenstein? Music. Some of the music used in the serial is directly from 1935's Bride of Frankenstein as well. So a lot of Frankenstein connections to this show. I thought you were going to say the Octosac. Frankenstein (laughs) versus the Octosac. That's the comic I'm writing, dude. Don't give it away. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) You really dracula that together well, Jared. <laughs> Thank you. Not everyone can wolf make things like by that. By that means, he, means it sucked. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh, just kidding. Oh. It was good. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Can't repair my feelings now. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. God, I oxacked him really good on that one. We can bolt you on some new feelings, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of our feelings, let's get into the ray gun ratings for the show. Everybody get your ray guns out. Pew, 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 pew. Everybody has five. You can... Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew. Well done. You can give up the five ray guns. If you give it all five, that means you love this episode. Four means you thought it was very good. Three means it's good. Two means it's okay. And one, I did not like it. And we will start with our guest. Paul, you can tell us what you think first. Well, I will say this is the best Flash Gordon serial episode I've ever watched in my life. Mm. Um, Mm. Good start. Yeah. um, uh, But I'll give it two ray guns, a solid two ray guns. Oh, he's going with just okay two ray guns. Yeah. More fun to talk about than to watch. We got a two from Paul. Jason, what are you thinking? I'm going to bump it up one. I thought it was good. A filler episode, but there were some tense moments, and I was engaged the whole way, so I can give it a solid three. That's fair enough. Delvin? I'll give it a three as well. We didn't mention Ming a lot, and uh, Ming had a pretty important role to play first as he was, for whatever reason, giving away way too many secrets about his power, and then... He wound up ignoring a very crucial clue that could have kept that sea empire standing. So there were some important parts, I think. Um, I hadn't seen the rest of it yet, but I think there were some important parts, and I liked it. So I'll give it a three. You know, I'm going to give it a three as well. Is Even though this was a filler episode, it got me thinking, is Kayla going to join Flash, you know, as he's building up his army here? I don't know. That's all hook of Flash in, in every iteration yeah. is he unites the various tribes of Mongo against Ming. So I think they might eventually become friends. I'm not sure, though. But we'll see. I'm giving it a three. And I'm right there with you. I'm going to give it a three. Not a super standout episode. I was really befuddled. Maybe it was just me. Maybe it stuck in my crowd. I was really befuddled by, like, they took a very pointed moment to talk about a riot between some sellers. Yeah, and some, and I, I didn't know like, what that. And then that didn't play into the rest of the episode. And I was like, eh, hopefully it comes back later. But, I was kind of thinking, like you were talking, Jared, that this is kind of them planting the seed that maybe not all is copacetic in the world of Ming. So maybe he doesn't have quite the handle on everything that we're initially led to believe he does so that that's kind of how i interpret it i could definitely be wrong but no i, I think i felt that too and the guy was like emperor and he was like not now i don't want to talk about it yeah and the guy all was right. like, all right well there's a riot well why didn't you tell me earlier yeah and the city's <laughs> getting demolished by your daughter <laughs> just in case 
Yeah, you the might. table. <laughs> Some things Someone's on. knocked over to the table. All right. Moving on. And I see Delvin's had fun with the script. What? No, dude. The script's fine. Let's go. Let's move into the Mongo mailbag. We are thrilled to kick off these... Comments with special... Shoutouts to our Crusaders Club members. These are the fine folks that have joined our crusade. They enjoy discounts from my online store, which is the yardsaleartist.bigcartel.com. Wink. Early access to special long box episodes. We've got voting to determine episode content. We got a lot to offer, man. So these are the folks who are reaping the benefits and giving some much appreciated support to the show. Dave Collins, Blasted or Stash It? Jane Hendricks. Ivan the Collector, Ivor Evans, Joe Thomas, John and Maggie from Married with Comics, Maxwell Traver, Miranda W., Mr. Lobotomy, Ross Michaud, Ronald Went, Tim. Bob Buster, Steve Cronin, Samantha Maney, and the Toronto Cop. If we missed anyone on our list... We apologize. Please keep in mind that we record these episodes well in advance of release, so if you're a recent addition, we should be adding you soon. But still, no worries. Just let us know we missed you by sending an email to contact at longboxcrusade.com. We'll straighten it out. So you might be asking yourself, how do I become a Crusaders Club member? Hey, hey, Jared. Yes, sir. How do I become a Crusaders Club member? Well, it's easy. You just head over to Patreon.com and search for Longbox Crusade. For as little as $1 American a month, you'll get access to the amazing <laughs> world of the Crusaders Club. Come check it out. If you don't have any extra scratch lying around, but you still want to help us here at LBC headquarters, please take a moment to write us a review on iTunes for this podcast. If you want to keep it short with star ratings, that's cool. It helps raise the profile of the show, and we'll share your review on the next show. <laughs> Guys, it means a lot to us when you go in there and do those reviews. So if you're sitting here listening right now you're not really doing anything maybe you're in a car maybe you're in a bus and you're just like i'm a little bit bored why don't you go ahead and pull that up on your itunes and drop us a review we'd love to hear from you but let's get into our shares and our likes and our retweet aaron head moss 80 knock and so uh we keep leaving our model this guy al sedano got to get it got, got, to, got to get it then we've got the professor himself alan middleton uh, we've got Austin Kuykendall at Freebird316. Free that bird. <laughs> B. Thomas Rinaldi. Or don't be Thomas Rinaldi. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Real bear. Chris okay. at ETO and Bad Books. Let it roll! You ain't seen nothing yet. No, 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 Here's to you, Clinton Robinson. We got the uh, Coffee and Comics at Coffee and Comics Blug. And it's my great honor to shout out to Dave Collins. That was just a crazy old man. You better step away from that aura. (laughs) (laughs) You tell him, Dale. Dale. I'm not Mary Jane. I know. I'm sorry. I I messed it up, Dale. I messed it up. Don't go fading on me now. And we have a great show, DC OCD. OCD's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> now, next up is Derek William Crab. And we have Dr. G, nerdologist. And we have Gene Gene, the podcasting machine, Hendrix. And our good buddy, Green Lantern HG. Filed up with Hell Jordan. And next up is. Uh, do we have to read this? I don't really like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> It's Paul Hicks. We're trying to get his, his Australian dollars. We might as well read his name. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, it's because you love me. 
That's also true. That is not also true. Also is true. Oh, I'm going to faint. <laughs> well, don't faint until you've heard from Ivan Chudley. And uh, we have uh, Jonathan Schaefer Hammers. Hames. Hames. He knows what he did. <laughs> Joseph V. Compercio. That's, That's fun. That is fun to say. Compercio. Also providing awesome colors and shooting first, Ken Solo. He is still hoping that you will draw Sergeant Rock. We got Kid, or excuse me, Kirk Spencer. Nash. Nightestar. 357. Patrick Shannon. And we have Professor Frenzy. Show. Professor, show. Professor Frenzy. Show. Spotlight. He went 50 consecutive podcasts, I believe. So congratulations. Oh, yeah. nice. Congratulations, Jerry. Next up, we have R.A.D., Ruth and Darren, Adventures Network. Rick Heineken. Ross Michaud at Old School Ross. Daredevil. Kingman. Hey, we've got oh. the loveliest of the lovely, it's Ruth Sutherland. Oh, then we have our friend Ryan Daly. Next up is Secret Wars and Beyond podcast. Then we'll hear from Siskoid. And then the best pod, the bat pod. I don't know about the best part, because the next up, I've got an awesome show called Waiting for Duke. Oh, wait. It's not a bad <laughs> Joe show. It's Waiting for Doom. <laughs> Warlord Worlds. And we will wrap things up with William Smith. That's a made-up name. <laughs> that, is a, that is a witness protection name, if I ever heard one. <laughs> We've got some comments in our mailbag, and I believe, based on yeah, our rotation, pass, Jason will be pulling a comment. over here. There yeah, you go. Let me stretch over here. Okay, got one here from David Collins at Old Ben One. Dave wants us to remember not to forget Dave's Long Pants Emporium. Pat, you get an extra discount for, quote, helping, end quote. I don't know what that means, but mm, sounds suspicious. I mean, a lot of times when they put things in quotes like that, Jason, it usually means like something different. Ah, that's what I was thinking. It didn't look quite right. And Pat might not understand because when Dave said you get 90% off pants, Pat's been wearing really, you know, 90% <laughs> <He's> been, off. <laughs> He's been wearing his pants down by his ankles. So does know what that means. We are starting to see things that we were never meant to see. You mean you don't cut the pants off and make them shorts? <laughs> no, no. The whole Daisy Dukes? Come on, baby. No. no girls with the Daisy Dukes. Oh, <laughs> girls, <laughs> girls with the Daisy Dukes. Yeah, Aura and but but not you. Yeah, Aura, Dale with the Daisy Dukes. Please, by save us by picking a comment. Uh, we heard from Greenland HG, and he said, "Also, if Ming's daughter keeps looking at Flash like that, I'm gonna start cheering for the bad guys." Just saying. And how does Pat smuggle without pants? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hashtag I'm following Flash, hashtag IFF, and hashtag pass Pat the pipe, hashtag PPTP. <laughs> Pat, are you using your prison wallet? <laughs> I don't even want to know what that means. It's, 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 uh, my smuggling is done through cargo pants. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Well, that brings me to a letter, and I'll take one from Neil Daly, which I believe is brother to Ryan Daly, and he said, you had me at Sharkman. I me too, how, Neil. I wonder how me disappointed too. he was <laughs> when he saw the Sharkman, which is basically just a water polo team. <laughs> oh, goodness. But the uh, next comment will go to me. Pat, what you got? All right, I'll take another one from... Uh, 
Green Lantern HG. Always appreciate your comments and following along with us. It says, great episode, guys. Had me laughing all day. Two fabulous guests and hope they make a return. I keep thinking Dave trying to get Ming's men to buy pants. And those shark men, at one point, I thought they were going to start a synchronized swimming routine. (laughs) (laughs) Who's got the last one? Who's got the wrap up? Me, me, it's me. All right. Uh, I will read uh, one from uh, David Collins at Obin One, and he says, rumor has it, this is the best episode ever. I like how you did a little Dave impression there. Just a little bit. It was light. I couldn't get it as deep Southern as I wanted, but I went for it. I went for it. I wonder why he would think that was the best episode, why The Last Flash would be the best episode ever. I wonder why he would think that. I'm I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure. Have Must to go have been back. something unique about that episode. He's probably a big Ryan Daly fan. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and who isn't, really? All right. Who Me. doesn't? <laughs> oh. Who doesn't love Paul. Ryan Daly? Oh, Paul. Paul doesn't love Ryan Daly. But other than that. Paul knows what he did. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to talk it out, Paul? Or No. Okay. Okay. So that's it for this episode of SMT. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, action films, and more, check out the Longbox Crusade. Pat, where can they find that? Well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers is where you can find us. Otherwise, you can find us at www.longboxcrusade.com. You can also find us on the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Longbox Crusade. Back to you, Jason. And for all you 007 fans out there, if you want to hear us on our trek through all of the James Bond films, check out Honor Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can they find that? Yeah, it's Dario. Ooh, we got Dario visiting. Dario says you did. <laughs> Dario, you going to cover the uh, podcast where they can find it? You did. <laughs> Thanks, Daria. I got it. If you want to check out Honor Majesty's Secret Podcast, listen to us jive about some James Bond, you can go to iTunes, Google Play, or most your podcatchers. You can check out www.secretpodcast.podbean.com. Twitter, it's OHMSpod. Bottom line, Honor Majesty's Secret Podcast is fun James Bond stuff, and we look forward to maybe you joining us. And if you'd like you to did. If you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at Pat Kickasoff. You can find me on the Twitter at ChrisTatos01. Delvin? You can find me at DE underscore RAY1977. Jason? You can find me at Weasel Skull on Twitter or Jason Albrick on Facebook or Instagram. Jared? You can find me at Yard Sale Artist. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all Yard Sale Artists. Dario, where can they find you? You did. Paul, where can they find you? Please pimp out your shows and tell us where we can find you. Uh, waiting for Doom at WFD Pod on Twitter, DCOCD at DCOCD Cast on Twitter, and me on Twitter at reading underscore Hicks, H-I-X. And that's it. Well, thank you, Paul. And if you want to interact with us with live chat and be entered to win some free stuff on our live raffles, join us for our next episode of Doing It Live Stream over on YouTube. We do them on the second Sunday of every month, and we always start at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. You can get signed up for that by looking up Longbox Crusade on YouTube, 
please subscribe to our channel and click the bell so you'll get reminder notifications for when we go live. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. We'll see you next episode as we return back to Earth and our coverage of 1954 Sherlock Holmes TV series for the case of the deadly prophecy. The meetup location, 221B Baker Street. 